Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast, uh, episode 15 or something. Uh, it's Monday morning. Uh, turns out I'm going to do a few more of these than I thought just because of the current events. Oi, but uh, it's Monday morning on the way to work. So um, this weekend is March 16th today, so yesterday was the 15th. So this weekend was kind of uh, crazy. Everybody out there listening knows um, coronavirus is uh, becoming a thing. And uh, I mean, as far as the media is concerned, it's becoming a thing. I'm not going to act like I care uh, all that much. But I did find out this weekend, uh, AE last night, um, I got a little more stake in this game than I thought I did uh, financially, which is quite annoying uh, for me to find out that possibly my wedding reception is going to be canceled. Granted, it's paid for, and I will not be getting any money back on that, or at least, I mean, uh, losing all my down payment stuff, and I'm that's pretty bad. Uh, I've spent, I mean, close to $12,000 on this reception, and I mean, for my uh, down payments and stuff, we're talking about close to $4,000 if I get any of it back at all, because uh, they're obviously not going to pay me back if they don't have to, and which is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, not really, but I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, that's kind of bullshit. And they're talking about, oh, we'll just reschedule. And I'm like, that doesn't really work because all the people who are going knew about this six, eight months ago, but with the state and government or CDC or whoever the hell's out there trying to say that we can't have gatherings of 200 people or more, 250 people or more. And we don't, it's not, we got like a hundred 30 people coming or whatever and we could probably narrow that down because I'm sure lots of people are going to be all corona scared um, but I was pissed about that and my wife is very upset and that pissed me off a little more uh, this is kind of bullshit I think this whole corona thing is bullshit nobody, I don't care I don't care about stupid coronavirus it's a flu, it's a bad flu as far as it's spreading, they don't have a cure for it or a vaccine for it. Fucking vaccine's not even a cure. It's like treatment for Lyme disease or rabies. I mean, they can treat Lyme disease and rabies, but they don't have a cure for Lyme disease or rabies. They can't give you a shot and be like, oh yeah, no, you're never going to get Lyme disease. Oh, you're never going to get rabies. It's just a treatment. And uh, people don't freak out over that. More people probably die of rabies every year than they're going to die of this coronavirus. Uh, same thing with the flu. You know, 30-something thousand people worldwide die of the, or in America, of the flu every year. And nobody's up in arms over it. Freaking media is a bunch of horse hockey. Uh, all the people... I try not to talk to a lot of people who are anti-Trump 
not saying that I'm pro-Trump, but I just hate listening to the stupid. Uh, I was talking to somebody, and they were like, I would take Stalin or Putin or Hitler over Trump. And I'm like, holy fuck, you're a terrible person. Uh, Oh, yeah, I shouldn't swear so much on this podcast. But realistically, like, how terrible of a person are you? Um, I wrote back, I was like, I hate when people compare Trump to somebody who actively killed millions of people or knowingly, I wrote knowingly, knowingly led to the killing of millions of people. I was like, Trump hasn't even done anything and so far very few people have died, you know? We're talking, I don't even think we're into the third digit, like 30 people have died because we they didn't get a hold of this thing super fast, quote unquote. I mean, like, they said like freaking 3,000 people in China died or something. I mean, why don't you yell at them? Uh, whatever. Bunch of jerks. Um, did want to talk about something today off of the... Uh, away from Corona and away from, um, my normal talking about guns, uh, did plant some, uh, some vegetables last night and I would not just vegetables, some of it's, um, herbs, but I planted a couple things last night and I set up a little grow light. I want to see how this works. My little starter kit. I just got a simple clip on light, put it on a timer, and I put it downstairs in the basement, and uh, I got spinach, and I got, boop, 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 what is it, it's like spinach, kale, green beans, dill, and rosemary, so I got those going, um, and we're going to see how that works out. I want to, like people always say, you know, grow what you eat. Uh, those are all things that I'll eat. The spinach and kale will make a nice salad. I'm going to use the dill for uh, pickling. Um, probably eggs because I'm a big pickled egg guy. And uh, and I'll probably pickle those green beans with it because I like pickled green beans. I just got to not overcook them. I like my green beans to have snap when I bite into them. Just like my pickles. Uh I know a lot of people out there have good recipes. I've made pickles before, and I've, uh, like, overdid it. And I boiled all the crunch out of them, which is annoying. They still tasted good, but they didn't have that snap. kind of made me upset. Uh, But I ate them all. I didn't care that much. Same thing with the eggs. I've boiled boiled eggs a bunch of times. And the thing I hate the most about... Uh, pickled eggs or hard-boiled eggs in general is shelling them. So if I could find an easier way to shell them, that would be pretty awesome without ruining the eggs. I always ruin my eggs shelling them. Uh, People always tell me like a hundred different things and I tried them and a lot of them don't work. It's still annoying to shell eggs. So not a big deal. Not like a crazy big deal. I wonder if uh, if I just poach them, 
crack them first and poach them in boiling water and then try and jar them all up if that'll be any better probably not the way you want to do it but sometimes things are worth trying so I don't know we'll see how that goes I did look at I had some containers in the basement as weird as it sounds I have like um, damp rid containers I have the little buckets have holes in the bottom of the you know they have like a two layer bucket where there's uh, the first bottom that has holes in it that's perforated for the uh, you put the chemical in there that attracts all the water and then the bottom's like a basin to hold the water and uh, I was looking at them the other day and I was like man if I rinse these out real good and make sure there's none of the chemical on them and stuff these would be great um, buckets for that Kradke hydroponics where you just put the water in and the roots make their way to that. And I was thinking about doing that. And I was also thinking about starting some... I got to get like buckets and buckets and buckets. I want to start some uh, onions, potatoes, and garlic really soon here and I think I'm just going to start it in five gallon buckets under the grow lights downstairs I might get a second grow light but if I just start it in five gallon buckets the downstairs it might be might be okay um, you know maybe get everything going before I put it outside or I'll just leave them downstairs in the buckets it's not like they won't grow just fine but, like I said, not 100% sure if what I'm doing right now is going to work. I kind of didn't follow the rules. And I'm going to have to remember that they're there and water them. <laughs> so I got a little spray bottle and I filled it with water. And I'm going to go down and, you know, spray it every day or two. Just keep an eye on the moisture. It's like one of those containers I posted a couple pictures it's got a top on it so it's like a closed system for like the moisture and stuff but it's also I mean I put it downstairs and it's kind of in the root cellar so it's not um, really warm I know people are telling me it's got to be pretty warm but with the light over it I noticed the light keeps it kind of warm so there's that so I don't know what's going on inside the container. Should probably put something underneath it to keep it off of the concrete. I didn't think about that till now. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow or uh, tonight when I get home. I'll put something underneath it so that it doesn't uh, sit on the concrete because then I'm sure the uh, bottom's staying cold. Do something like that. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully they'll all start make little plants and then I'll transplant them into pots or something and put them out front in my yard and hopefully they'll grow real nice you never know they might they might not but you know wanted to do something the rosemary I'm actually using for uh, not just as a plant but I'm gonna kind of or not just as an herb but I'm gonna plant a couple of them around the yard and see how they do for uh, surviving the winters here. 
maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe it'll keep coming back every year and I won't have to worry about it. So I'll plant a couple of those bushes around the house for looks and the smell. I love the smell. Having rosemary plants always made me so happy when I uh, had one at my old house. And I actually used to go out and cut some of it once in a while and use it. But uh, that thing was huge. I mean, the thing like grew to be a monster, my last rosemary plant. So maybe it'll do it again. Maybe I'll get another good rosemary plant going. Thinking about starting some roses, just roses, uh, just to see what kind of a, what kind of a deal I could get out of them. Instead of doing what we do every year, where we take these roses and we plant them in the yard and stuff, I was wondering if what would happen if I started them in pots, uh, try and get them spruced up a little stronger. Could actually just uh, put them in the basement. I should start them in the basement, just let them grow under the lights until they become like a lot hardier of a plant and then uh, you know put them out but there's a lot of options I think I, I should probably put a fan on those bad boys under the in a basement and get them hardy real fast get real short stocky plants going before I put them outside but once again find out when we get there uh, don't have a plan yet of where I'm going to plant everything wanted to build a raised garden bed but I haven't gotten around to it going to have to figure out what I'm doing uh, with a lot of that stuff because pretty much realistically don't have a, don't have a clue uh, you know just trying to figure figure it out as I go. Uh, shouldn't be too bad of a, too big of a deal to me, but we'll figure it out. I'm thinking about making like an A-frame for all my garden stuff. So instead of, well, I guess I'll have to show you, but instead of putting a fence around it, like I normally do, I was thinking about making a raised garden bed, maybe putting like nails sticking out on each side a little bit just just a little bit of the head sticking out not like nails like spikes but and then building a raised beam down the center about four feet high or five feet high it depends on how fast these plants start to grow or even make a square out of it and then just wrap chicken wire over the top of it that way it always has like a uh like a top like a roof above it but you know chicken wire will be big enough that certain um, you know bugs we'll call it bugs will get through that I need like the pollinators I need the bees but it might keep the uh, deer the squirrels and the rabbits a little bit further from you know destroying all my stuff the birds so we'll see how that works because I was also thinking of using that method the A-frame uh, in the winter maybe if I A-frame it with um, that plastic uh, 
greenhouse plastic. I can keep them alive in the winter, but again, I have to see how that goes. I'm not sure if it'll work, but just ideas, thought process maybe. Just trying to come up with a couple cool ideas on what I should do or could do with uh, raised garden beds. Got to tell people, I got to come up with something. I got a bunch of good ideas in my head, but I just can't get them out of the ground. Got to probably take out one tree. I'm going to replace it with a different tree, but I got like maybe two, two big evergreens that are kind of in the middle of my property and the garden's going to go in on the uh, west. No, north. That's north. So the garden's going to go north of these big trees and they cast too much of a shadow all day. I got a couple other trees that cast a bit of a shadow, but I kind of don't want to get rid of them, one being the walnut tree. I kind of want that one to stay. And then... uh, got like a, I don't know, like a fern or spruce or something like that. I don't know trees. I'm going to have to learn. But these two that I have, these two big ones are like some sort of evergreen. One's uh, some kind of pine and the other one might be like a, another fir tree or something like that. Uh, probably wrong. Probably both some sort of pine trees, but they both have very different uh, needles like in the way they uh in the way they're built one kind of sags like willow and one's kind of more like your typical uh evergreen but like i said i don't know that much about trees maybe i'll figure it out one of these days but both of them are kind of smack in the middle of the sunlight and kind of ruining everything for me I want to take them out anyway because I don't, I don't hate them. They're just not doing anything for me. I don't need pine cones for anything that I know of. Unless somebody out there tell me, you know, like why I need pine cones and pine trees. I like the idea. I'm going to keep one of the evergreens that's over in the corner that doesn't really bother anything. Maybe, uh, maybe put a bat box in it because I like bats. They're kind of nice animals. I displaced one last year because he was living in my carport and uh, kind of felt bad. Should have built him a new home. Kind of wanted to, you know, come back, eat the mosquitoes. But those are my green plans. Hopefully it works. Hopefully I can get a couple vegetables growing up this year. I don't know about, I'm probably going to do tomatoes probably will not do too heavy on the peppers but I really want to get the like the kale and the um, spinach and the green beans going and the garlic and the potatoes and onions because those are the things I use the most of I mean if I could go without having to buy garlic and potatoes and onions for a while and then I gotta learn how to get them to keep I heard a method and I might try this year because I have a root cellar. Um, you leave your root vegetables in buckets of dirt. 
So you put the vegetables, you know, whatever, potatoes, you put a bunch of potatoes together in a bucket and you layer it like a little bit of potato, a little bit of dirt, a little bit of potato, a little bit of dirt, a little bit of potato, a little bit of dirt. You just leave it in the bucket and put it in your root cellar and it'll stay moist and they'll hopefully not mold. This is kind of what I'm getting at. I hope it doesn't mold, but not a lot I can do about that. I mean, my root cellar is moist. Um, a lot wetter than I'd like it to be, actually, because I wanted to use it for something else. But for now, until I get it fixed, it could be a root cellar. And actually, I'm kind of hoping if I put some buckets like that in there, they're going to attract the... Uh, moisture anyway hopefully not put off too much moisture they might soak some of it up and uh, we'll see if it works I hope it works maybe uh, a few things like that a few tricks but I don't actually know that much about root cellars I don't know the proper usage so I know it's the story of root vegetables I get that part but I mean like how to properly maintain your root cellar and stuff like that. Got to figure all that out one of these days. So hopefully uh, I won't cause too much damage down there with what I'm doing. I noticed like having the heat light or the UV, whatever, grow lights down there. I wonder if it's going to change that, change the room. You know, change the uh, moisture in the room, change how the room feels it probably put a little warmth into it so I don't know figure it out as we go but I just wanted to bring that up I know I talk mostly about guns on here I haven't talked too much talked a little bit about working on vehicles and stuff but I haven't talked too much about the gardening part mainly because I started this in the middle of winter because I had downtime and now Spring's coming around and I'm starting to think about it and put some stuff into works and we'll see how she goes. I don't know. But that's the podcast for today. I'm going to uh, go to work. Just pulled in. So hope everybody's doing okay out there. Not going crazy. Not buying all the toilet paper up and uh, all that stuff. So did read another article this weekend about another uh, guy who shot a cop who's getting released with almost no charges. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. There's that. Marcy's Law is coming up. You vote for Marcy's Law. I hope people vote for it. That gives the uh, victims of crimes, especially women, during uh, domestic abuse crimes, more rights which I hope more people get involved in. I think the way things are going, the Democrats have ruined a lot of stuff and people really need to uh, start worrying about the criminals, the system, our system. I think uh, like places like Thailand have really got good criminal systems. There's not a lot of criminals in Thailand I mean, there's some, but there's not a lot, mainly because they're strict about uh, crime. Uh, you know, sexual assault over there gets you hung. 
uh, theft gets your hands cut off. And people may think I'm an extremist, but the way things are in America, people just have no consequences whatsoever, and it's the worst. I actually went over to a buddy's house, and he was watching one of these stupid cartoons that uh, for his kid, baby, cartoon for a baby. And it was about the boy who cried wolf, but they changed the ending instead of at the end where the kid gets eaten, uh, his friends saved him. And my buddy was so pissed about that. He goes, they're just teaching these kids that there's no consequences for anything, even at this age. And they should be really teaching them that there's consequences for everything. Um, and there should be, there should be consequences. I mean, if I still get freaking speeding tickets, I get fines for driving too fast. It is the dumbest thing ever. But if I still get speeding tickets, you should at least go to jail for shooting a cop. That's all there is to it. The very least, like 25 years for shooting somebody. And that's where they're so stupid. I mean, they just don't get it. Uh, guns aren't the problem. Guns will never be the problem. The problem is exactly what they're doing. Every effort they're making to make the court system more lenient is the problem. Every effort they're making for this prison reform, which is not what is, it's not working. Okay. I understand some of it. Like, I don't think people who get arrested for selling a little weed should serve 10 years in jail or, or have the equal fine as somebody selling meth or heroin. But people should go to jail when they do illegal shit. Um, you know, and depending on how bad it is, maybe be, uh, executed you know especially people like murderers serial rapists child sex predators like I don't know whatever I just went off on a tangent that I wasn't supposed to go on to but things happen that's the show I mumble and ramble and uh, hit things that I probably shouldn't talk about but I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, put out two episodes last week. Had a few, few good, uh, few listeners. You know, if you like the show, if you're listening to the show and you like the show, please, please share it with your friends for me. Um, I, like I said, I'm not making any money off of this thing, and uh, I'd like to. I'd like to buy some new equipment, make the recording quality a little better. But, you know. It's not exactly why I do it. Like I said, in the beginning, I was doing this just to blow off some steam sometimes because I can't talk to, like, my wife about some stuff and other people. So, uh, you know, just doing it to kind of talk. But if you like it, share it with a friend. Tell them to share it with their friends. Really appreciate the listenership. And I hope everybody has a good day out there. You know, stay alive, stay survived. Have a little fun with this, and uh, I'll chat at you guys later, but really, everybody, take care out there. Hi, guys. This is Evan from the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Just wanted to give a shout-out to Remora Holsters, the original no-slip, no-clip, no-sweat holster. When they say no-slip, they mean it. I wear it all day. It doesn't make my pants sag to one side or the other, and I barely even notice they're there, so... When you want the best comfort in concealed carry holsters, why don't you guys try out a Remora holster?